Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. So this week I was due to be interviewing a wonderful lady who is the queen of networking. But several things happened this week, one being that um, my guest needed to rearrange and the second being I actually had a bereavement of somebody very close to me and to be honest with you, I had neither the mental or emotional energy to sit and do an interview anyway. So it probably wouldn't have been the best me had I gone ahead and done it. But I didn't want to leave you without uh, a show this week. And it got me thinking. I was quite fortunate whilst I had to rearrange some of my client calls for the main part, I could decide what I didn't do or did do this week in my business. And that was quite a good thing for me because it allowed me the space to choose what I did. And I I needed to take some downtime. And it also got me thinking, you know, where are we as business owners in how long our business can survive without us? Because for most of us, we cannot be there for a day. And that's great. The business carries on as normal. There's no impact. It doesn't matter that some things are not getting done. But for many of us starting out in business, if we've got to go for longer, you know, a week, we manage to plan things. We go on holiday for a week, fortnight. That's fine. But if we need to be away for a month or two months or three months, then our business starts to suffer. Because for most of us, especially as new business owners or growing business owners, we are doing all the delivery. We are a critical part of our business being successful and being able to carry on running. So I thought I'd take just a little bit of time today and share with you some tips really of how you can get your business moving as quickly as possible into a position where you do not have to be there. And that's not just good for you planning your future. It's also great for you getting a business that can survive when you need to step back. Um, And many of us might have a plan to be in that position one day. But sometimes life around us throws us a curveball and suddenly that one day comes a lot quicker than we were expecting. Now, for me, as I said, yeah, I've got one business where it carries on my property business. I've got letting agents that deal with the day to day. So for the most part, my property business can actually cope without me there for a month or so. However, my coaching and mentoring business, I'm in a position with that business where the reason I do it is because I love helping other people. I genuinely don't want a massive, great, big coaching and mentoring business. Certainly, I I already know I don't want a seven figure business with it where other people are delivering and it all runs without me because that's not why I do it. For those of you that do it to create a big income from it, that's brilliant. Crack on. Love it. So in my mentoring and coaching business, I made arrangements for some client calls that were booked in to be postponed and rearranged. A couple of my weekly sessions were run by other people in that group. But, you know, if that couldn't sustain forever, 
I couldn't not turn up to my coaching and mentoring business for the next six months. It would basically just dwindle and, and not not be there. So the first thing is for those of you out there growing a business, start looking at how you work on your business, not in your business. And one of the first things I'd say is don't be a do it all. You see, it's far better that you focus your time on your long term vision and actually planning getting that vision into reality. Because in the beginning, you know, we all get the information. We've read it in in books. I think I read it in the E-Myth and possibly even the four hour work week. That in the beginning, we are everything. We are, you know, admin, bookkeeping, delivery person, marketing person, salesperson. That is not going to help you have a business where you are working on it, not in it. So delegate and outsource as much as you can from day one. Maybe you're a beauty therapist or you're a plumber, a plasterer. If you're working on a one man band and your income is based on you plastering that wall or delivering that facial or fixing somebody's heating, then the only real way you can get yourself to a position of being working on your business, not in it, is if you grow your business so you've got other members in your team, you're not the only person delivering the facials, the therapy, the treatments, you're not the only person blastering the walls. Now you can start to manage that team, grow the income, get more jobs in and hey presto, if you're not there one day for a month or two, it's okay, the business will survive without you. The next one is to consider automating automating and automating some more. If you can get a lot of the admin type tasks, the back end tasks that are automated, that's less day to day work to handle. So what do we mean by that? Well, let's say you've got a business that sort of sells on product and whether it's product you buy from wholesale to sell retail or whether you you do something with that product to create it. If you can get other people doing the creation instead of you, you can automate the selling side of it so that when somebody comes to your website, places an order, everything's automated. The taking of the money for that order, the actual sending an email or notifying somebody that they've got to ship the product, notifying somebody that they've got to do something with the product, All of this goes in the background. You don't need to be physically doing things or calling people. And if you're a services provider, let's say you yourself are delivering services. Again, if you can automate people buying that service, people booking time, whether it's with with you or ideally with your team, then all of that is automated in the background. All of the marketing for it. So when you get a new... um, a new person subscribing to your website, there's an automated system of regular emails to let people know what you do and take them through a process of moving them from interested to an actual client who's buying something for you. All of that, again, can be automated with CRM. So the more you automate, the less you have to handle day to day. Now, the next one is when you're starting to do things in the early days, As you do them, start writing them down or using tools to record what you're doing so that you can create an operations manual explaining how 
other people can handle your most common business activities and issues. The idea being that you write yourself out of the day to day operations. Now you can focus your time on the critical things that strategically take your business to that long term vision that you want. Also means if you choose to or suddenly something happens in your life that stops you being involved, your business does not grind to a halt. Um, so, you know, that's a couple of ways that you can start working on writing yourself out of your business. Grow it, grow it bigger so that you can delegate faster, automate, create an ops manual and make sure that your business can survive when you are not there. And personally, if your business can't survive more than three, four, six months without you, then what you actually have is you created yourself a job, not a business. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're aware and you acknowledge that you will not have income when you can't be there. Now, the other thing you can do, and this is subject to what your business is about, you can actually start creating what we call evergreen services. So if you're a training company, you provide education, you provide coaching, you could do a lot of things where you record it once and then you put it on platforms where people can continue to buy that knowledge, that training, that learning without you having to keep re-delivering it. They simply buy it and they automatically, through automated systems, get access to the material you've already created. And so those services are known as evergreen services and products. They are constantly going to be there whether you are or not. You know, there's just some of the ways you could actually move your business forward. But there will come a time worth whatever reason, life will throw a little bit of a curveball and you'll suddenly find one day that you can't be there for a little while. Now, for some of us, we can go out and get critical illness cover, insurance, all that sort of stuff. But that's great if it's yourself that is injured or unable to work through it, ill health. If actually it's a close family member who basically is not there anymore and that affects you mentally and emotional, emotionally for a couple of weeks, that's where insurance ain't going to cover you. So whatever you do, I thought I'd share today, um, instead of having an interview helping you out to network, which we will bring to you in the next few weeks, I thought I'd give you a little bit of food for thought so that you can start working on ideas and implementing techniques that will allow you every so often to take a few weeks off if you should or desire to do so. Next week, I'm back with part four of our Being Your Best You. And then the following week, I fully intend to bring you the amazing Caroline Andrew Johnson, the queen of networking, the rebel of networking herself to explain all about the revolution and how you can grow your business through more effective networking. Have a great week, everybody, and enjoy planning your business so that you can go and enjoy your life. To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com.
www.thepodcastmarketplace.com.